one of our visitors to our new home in Pine Bush, New York, uh, was Phil Glass and his wife, Joanna Acolytus. Joanna was an actress. Um, she was with an acting troupe called Mabu Minds, which I'll talk about later a little bit, or at least refer to it. Uh, she, I think, eventually, maybe unsuccessfully, uh, ran the um, uh, public theater in New York. But anyways, um, they visited our house. They lived in Manhattan, and uh, we were like a country retreat for some of my dad's uh, Manhattan friends. They had a young baby, um, Juliet, um, a newborn, and and um, they brought Juliet. And I remember going with them and looking at uh, we had, there was a, a state park, Minnewaska Mountain Resort, and they um, were looking at a really rundown um, house in the woods on the mountain. I can't remember if they ever actually lived there, but it was pretty much trashed. And I remember uh, Philip going and seeing if the hand pump outside the house could work so they could have water. Um, after they visited us, Dad took me to a Philip Glass performance. I won't call it a concert because it was so few people who went was probably just 20 or 30 people. It was in a loft in Manhattan. Uh, it was back then, it was 1969, the uh, artistic happenings were happening, uh, meaning that um, artists were um, not just putting paintings on the wall. They were um, trying to create experiences. So I remember walking through a uh, big pieces of plastic were hung through the from the ceiling in the loft and kind of walking through those and not being able to see too far ahead because of all the plastic strips. Uh, here in Shanghai, you actually have these plastic strips that are serve as doorways to block either the uh, cold air from coming in or the cold air from going out, depending on the season. So it was a little bit like uh, my experience in Shanghai these days. Uh, but back then, it was a happening and ex artistic experience walking through these um, plastic strips. And in the loft, there were um, cushions on the floor. An artist friend of my dad's and Philip Glass, Joan Jonas, who was a performance artist, she was performing first. And and so we all found our own piece of foam to sit on or, or lounge on. And I remember the beginning of Joan Jonas's performance. Two of her performers had a long mirror. And so they um, slowly walked the mirror in front of us. Um, so we could all see ourselves, the audience, uh, staring forward in this mirror. And that kind of struck me. Other parts of her performance, uh, she was, seemed like she was using some sorts of projection and things like that. I don't actually remember too, qu too clearly. It was too long ago. And then um, Philip Glass and his ensemble, maybe four or five musicians, several keyboardists uh, came out and... Um, I didn't really comprehend his music at that point that much more than I comprehended uh, Joan Jonas's performance. I was eight years old at the time. I just re uh, remember it being so loud. I'd never heard anything so loud. Um, 
and um, so loud that I couldn't really distinguish the sounds or sort them into what you might call music, the clue to uh, maybe how to appreciate it that I took came from um, Phil Glass. He he um, he would perform, and his his head would slowly move upward. He had a big Jew fro at the time, big bouncy Jewish curly hair. We used to call Jew fro. Being Jewish, I can I can use such a uh, description. I hope, uh, and uh, he his head would slowly lift up, and then seemingly not related to anything in the music, he would periodically tomahawk his head down and the Jufro would, the hair would bounce on his head a bit. And that was uh, kind of a dramatic uh, performance element to the music. Um, and so I heard, I have since heard recorded albums. I think that was probably the only actual live performance I ever went to. Um, and I've heard recorded music since that I've appreciated but um, that was um, my first in, uh, uh, interaction with uh, new avant-garde composers. <laughs>